0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Good evening. Welcome to Love Logical DNA Not Required. This is Michelle L. Anderson coming to you live from Podcast Detroit, Royal Oak Studios. We are looking forward to intriguing and entertaining you every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Let me start today's show by saying thank you for joining our family. Which is biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not required. Well, hello, 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 everyone. This is Michelle Anderson coming to you tonight. And I wanted to say to everyone, I missed International Women's Day yesterday. I was running around working and being an international woman in any way that I possibly could. And to me, an international woman is someone who's just doing something that's for the overall good of this world. So we have a lot of international women and today, March the 10th is actually women and girls, HIV AIDS awareness day. So I want to say Thank you for tuning in because our goal today is to educate you so that you can get the information for yourself, for your wives, for your sisters, for your daughters, your nieces, and any other female that you know of because there's a lot going on in the world and women have to learn how to protect themselves. Yes, we know that men also need it, but today is about the women. And we're going to talk to you about how women can protect themselves. So I'm going to go around and let my guests introduce themselves and let you know who they are, what organization they're with. So we're going to start over here with Famika. Hi, my name is Famika
2: Edman. I am an employee. I'm sorry, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Hi. My name is Famika Edman. I work for the Detroit Health Department, but I'm not gonna wear that hat tonight. Um I do have my own company, it's called the For the Love of Her, and that stands for Healing, Empowerment, and Resilience. And basically that it's a workshop that I do is a five week workshop in trying to empower women to be more aware about their sexual health and um just other things that they may have going on.
1: So that's that's a little bit about me. OK, so that's for the love of her. Correct. OK. And give us what, what, what the acronym is, is healing, healing, em- empowerment Okay, empowerment and, res- and resilience and resilience, healing, empowerment and resilience. I like that for the love of her. Thank you. All right. So come on, introduce yourself.
3: Yes, my name is Deidre D. Smith of All My Detroit Everything, which is an I- initiative that celebrates uh, citizens of Detroit. And being on your Detroit Everything means however you sow positively into the city of Detroit, uh, be you a native or an import, you are on your Detroit Everything. Also, I'm the facilitator of Simmons that Speak Your Mind Madra Speech, and the Inclusion Cipher. We focus on the presence of you, and we also focus on the power of your words.
1: Okay, so being on Detroit Everything. Yes. All right. I'm a born and raised Detroit. That's right. That means you're on your Detroit Everything. I am. <laughs> Check it out. Detroit
4: family. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ayanna Walters. Um, I guess I'm wearing a little ha- lo- many hats tonight. i um, c um, C2P coordinator for Wayne State University, also a research nurse at Horizons Clinic um, under on Wayne State University. And also I have a nonprofit, um, Wake Up, uh, which is Warriors Achieving Knowledge, Education, Understanding Pathways, Purpose. And I'm just here to talk about Women's HIV/AIDS Awareness Day. Okay. She's talking about she's gonna we- she wears many hats. Uh, <laughs> she has
1: hats that like spin, and then you know she's got this neon sign that just continues <laughs> as the spinning. Cause <laughs> <laughs> many many hats. Come on over here, introduce yourself. Pull the mic up to you a little bit. All right, thank you.
5: Hello, my name is Shanika. Um, it's probably my tardiness for a minute. That's um, all right. Um, I can say I wear many, many hats as well, just like Ms. Jones and Miss Amika and
0: Miss D. <laughs>
5: so, um, but my role is just a community advocate. Okay. This so sums it up as a whole, just a community advocate. And my passion for women and girls and mm-hmm. them to be aware about, the, you know, STDs and STIs and prevention, just knowing yourself, self worth.
1: All right, now I'm going to have you tell the audience what the SCs and STIs are because you know those those things have changed through time. Yes, they have. Yes, yes they, they have. have. So, oh. what's the STDs and STIs?
5: So, STIs are sexually transmitted infections or sexually transmitted diseases. So, my primary focus is HIV prevention and treatment and care. Okay. So, just knowing your status—that's the biggest part. Mm-hmm. But. When you don't know yourself, you don't know those questions to ask. So just starting off with the basic education and reducing the stigma around HIV
0: prevention.
1: Okay. Now, you know, we we read in the paper every day that there's a lot of things that's moving forward in the world when it comes to HIV prevention. You know, as far as like the PrEP pill, which has been around for many years now. I'm not going to say, well, it's been a few years. A few years. Mm-hmm. But it's been around longer than what we've known about it within yeah. um, within our community. Because I remember hearing about it, what, four years ago?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. About four years But ago. the
1: commercials mm-hmm. just started within the last year, year and a half? Year and mm-hmm. a half.
5: But the uh, PrEP pill has been out since 2012. Yeah, really? Since 2012.
1: But I think a
2: lot of that has to go towards who they were marketing, marketing that to. pill towards. I I was saying, I feel a lot of that has to go um, towards who they were trying to market it for at the beginning. It was always marketed for the gay men. It wasn't marketed for women. And now they're trying to make it where it's now for the masses. So all of us should be taking it.
1: But it was also marketed more so in the affluent community. Correct. Correct. For for many years before it came into middle class and lower class Mm -hmm. availability.
4: Caucasian. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. White Mm -hmm. MSM. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you use an acronym. So what's MSM?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Men that have sex with men. Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. So we have to make sure that when we're using the acronyms that we have to clarify for our audience exactly what it is that we're saying. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people don't know because everything has changed. Everything has changed. And when I say it's changed, everything has changed. Yes. 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 So... Tell me a little bit about what we have um, that's going on this weekend.
4: Okay, so we have actually two events. Um, mm-hmm. There's an event on Friday um, through Planned um, Parenthood and Unified um, from 9 to 3 a.m. i sorry, 3 p.m. <laughs> like, that's a party. <laughs> party,
1: party. That's a party raid and um, everything else.
4: <laughs> the location is going to be help me out um, is it going to be at unif- is- right. it's going to be at 3968 Mount Elliot Street in Detroit um, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. and it's free uh, free STI um, sexual transmitted infection um, testing and HIV testing um, free prep screening and free food provided okay so that's prep for her right yes okay all uh, right. Prep, it's called Prep for Love. Prep for Love. Mm-hmm. Prep for Love. Okay. And it's um. Let me get to correct who's doing it. Stand with Black Women, mm-hmm. Planned Parenthood, and Unified HIV Health and Beyond. Okay. And, and that's Friday. And then on Saturday. The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, along with Corktown and um, Wayne State University, Um, we're having our um, annual uh, Women's and Girls HIV AIDS Awareness Day for the community. Um, This will be the seventh year, and it's getting bigger and bigger. I'm part of the committee this year, so I'm Mm -hmm. excited. (laughs) Another hat. (laughs)
0: Um,
4: And that's Saturday at Corktown Health Center, 1726 Howard Street, um, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And it's a free event. We're providing breakfast and lunch. You do have to register. Okay. And please register um, via Eventbrite. Uh, we may be closing soon because I heard today the number. We're at 100 now. Oh, wow. Congratulations. So we'll be closing soon. So just go on and, you know, um, try to come out. Um, this Saturday, my engineer has a comment. Uh, you've been saying prep a few times, but I don't think you've to expanded that acronym. Yes, here. I was
1: just getting ready to say that. So, who <laughs> wants to <laughs> th- explain what prep is? I'm gonna let the
2: nurse explain it. Okay, <laughs>
4: nurse.
0: Well, yeah, let well, the it's... nurse do it. <laughs> <laughs> no,
4: nurse, <laughs> it is a pill, um, which is Truvada. That you can t- well, it's approved. Truvada is the um, pill that's approved for women. Um, it's a preventive pill um, that you can take once a day day um to prevent HIV. Um there is two pills that's out. There is um Truvada and Descovy, but approved um, for women um it is Truvada and you can take it once a day to prevent HIV. And PrEP stands for um prophylactic pre, pre-, pre-, pre- <laughs> exposure <laughs> prophylactic exposure. Pre- okay, pre- okay.
1: Sure. So there's actually a pill that a lot of people still don't know about where your daughters and your sons can take Truvada is for the females, and what's the other one that the males can take?
4: I'm um, Descovy. Descovy, mm-hmm. okay. okay. Now, Truvada is approved for, for both f- for no, just for females for females, only. yes. But Descovy is approved for both for okay. male and female.
1: Okay, so Descovy is for both, mm-hmm. and I know many people don't realize that this pill is available. You talk to your doctor. You can go to the health department. You go to Planned Parenthood. Um, it is available for our our youth. Well, it's a, a for our, for older adults too that are in um, open or multiple relationships. You know, because we do have to protect ourselves. We mm. do, and it's just like taking for females. It's like taking a birth control pill. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. You're gonna
1: take it every day. Mm. You know, now my question is for you ladies can we take it at the same time that the birth control pills are taken? Or does it have to be at different times a day? Because I know it's hard enough for young adults or young teens to remember to take their pill, let alone two. So can they take them together?
2: that i'm not really sure
1: nurse uh, i'm
2: <laughs> no that was a question i know somebody had brought up the last time i had did a presentation uh-huh. and right now i there hasn't been enough research they, they, and they have not okay. really said right. like you, can't take, you, can't, it, take them you together. can't take
4: it together there's mm-hmm. no congruent you know saying that reactions that you can't take it together okay so i would yeah. say yes because there's no studies or research saying that you can't take birth control with 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 the um, um Travada.
1: I truly feel as if Travada should be something that should be a standard on college campuses
0: mm-hmm.
1: around the United States. Or at least they have the option
4: to have, have or that. Or the have the option, have the option, right. Yes. Or know about it no. because yeah. a, like in this 2020, a lot of people still don't know that they have that option. So yeah. when are we yeah. going to start going to college campuses to share this nurse? Well.
0: <laughs> we, had, we had
1: recently, we had recently done some mock patient
3: studies. Nice with the uh, nursing students at Wayne State University. Mm-hmm. Okay, and unfortunately, a great number of them were very unfamiliar with mm-hmm. PEP imprint. Really, yeah. you'd be Absolutely. surprised.
1: The nursing students at Wayne, you,
3: yeah, you would be, be,
2: be surprised.
1: Okay, because to me, this is something that really needs to be broadly because announced and well aware. I'm sure that there's enough. Available,
2: It is. But the problem is, is not being brought in part of their formal education. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if they're not bringing in, this was something we were able to do, the health department was able to come in and do because we have a physician detailer, mm-hmm. was able to come in and actually... Um, do this mock type health assessment to teach them about PrEP and also to have those mm-hmm. conversations with their patients. Okay. Because a lot of times they don't even know how to have the conversations yeah. and where to start.
4: Well, and too, a lot of physician, primary physicians don't agree with PrEP. Um, mm-hmm. and they don't even discuss it. Um, and that brings on a lot of issues. They don't, sometimes they don't even offer you, um, HIV tests. You know, they figure that you're married or you, you know, their actual risk factors, you know, Depend they just won't ask. Right. Mm-hmm. Too, but the
1: thing is there are too many women and men who are exposed to HIV because they've stepped outside of their marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had extra, you know, curricular activity. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> That was
3: really nice. I like that.
1: Outside of their outside of their home or their relationship. And women are more susceptible to getting HIV than men are, you know, to get it from a man than a man is to get it from a woman. See, I listen. I learn a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm on the board Mm -hmm. of Wake Up and um, C2P. So I do listen. Mm -hmm. And the fact that married couples bring stuff home all the time, not just STIs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I remember back in the 80s. I know, yes, I remember the 80s. (laughs) That um, <laughs> when, you know, they thought that it was only within the the homosexual, same-sex-loving, um, you know, LGBTQ plus community. And they found out then. That was when the whole down low thing mm-hmm. became mm-hmm. known. And it was like controversial because they were surprised how many people were morphing in and out of both communities Mm -hmm. and taking it home to their wives and to their husbands and things like that. So that's still happening and it shouldn't be happening in 2020.
4: And Uh, I want to stress too, um, we were discussing this earlier. um, We have a lot of, um, I guess, young adults or adults that are perinatal, in fact, meaning that they were born with HIV Mm -hmm, and they're they're having unprotected sex. (laughs) So we forget about, you know, they figure for women, gets infected with hiv oh he's on the down low, or he may have slept with him in no that's no. not necessarily no. hmm. um and, and then we're forgetting about the IV drug uses yes. as well hmm. but we we do need to stress that there are a lot of young adults and adults that were perinatally infected yes and with the stigma they're not you know letting Speaking people know their status and you know that's the main thing of decreasing the stigma You know, Mm -hmm. you got to decrease the stigma and learn to talk about it, especially in the Black community. Yes, (laughs) mm -hmm. especially now. Let's let's talk about um,
1: Detroit, Wayne County. Does anyone have the new statistics for Wayne County that's available? You're looking at me right now. We don't have our numbers, (laughs) in. our numbers
2: usually do not come in until like July.
1: For 2019? We're always a year behind. Okay, so let's let's just revisit. Do you still know the sh- statistics for 2018 for Wayne County? Because I remember last time when we talked about it, it's high. It's high. But you Wayne County it since it if that's not to. my
2: jurisdiction. Okay. <laughs> I just focus on my jurisdiction, which is Detroit. Okay, Island what's Park Detroit? Right now, our numbers are pretty high. And um, I want to say we had... Rough, I'm just do a ballpark estimate. Yeah. Maybe about over 400 cases reported here. And that's not even including, because I also look at SDIs too. Yes. So our SDIs are very high as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, it both are straddling together.
1: Are we looking at 400
2: cases this year? This past
1: year. This year.
2: So that would have been for 2018. Okay. So at this point, hopefully our numbers have started going down Mm -hmm. because one, um, We do have a condom program in place, which
1: should, hopefully, people are are utilizing it. They are utilizing it. Is that where they can get the condoms mailed to their home for free? Correct,
2: correct. Yes,
1: there's a program like that. We'll talk about that later.
2: (laughs) 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 And... we also do bulk orders so anyone in the community that does any form of outreach if they would like condoms they can just call the health department and we do bulk orders um oh, also I didn't know that. trying it yes we do um what do you mean by bulk orders i'm so sorry So for instance if you you do the um the hair hair for the, dance and things it, yes and if you know kids might want condoms we'll give you 200, 300, 400 condoms if that's what okay. you need at your events. Yes. So we do that. We give out loops. We now have finger cots. Um, we just recently, um, have, was able to get some female condoms in, Ooh. which, that is not even on the market. You have to get a script for that.
1: Yes, which I don't understand yes. that.
2: Oh, Because that is because, yeah. Last, leg, but last yeah.
1: year at one of our um, wake up events, I actually had a female condom live on, on my live Facebook page. I got a lot of information that came to me through I am a lot of questions mm-hmm. because there are people I had never seen one before. There's a lot of people that's never seen them. And because they haven't seen them and they haven't been taught to use them,
2: they could be very intimidating mm-hmm. for women to want to use them. Um, if they're used right, because you can put an insert them eight hours before having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it covers everything pretty much. So and it, the only thing is if a woman does decide to use a female condom, they should not be using a condom also. OK, because of the friction. But okay. um, we do um provide that. We provide plenty of lube. Um, I'm trying to think what else. You said a finger cot. Finger cots for your fingers. Because okay. you do have sexually transmitted um, infections that you can that can pass from skin to skin. so we also provide finger cards.
1: I'm gonna ask you to put your little ones out of the room right now because mm-hmm. I have questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so I'm gonna give you a minute um hopefully you're not listening to this with your little ones knowing what the conversation is today because as I stated, this is an open conversation so, OK,
2: so with the finger cuts, I really stress that to um, our young girls that mm-hmm. are same sex. OK. Relationships because. If they're having sex and they're using their hands and stuff, and they have any breaks in their Nails, hands or anything, yes. they can expose their self to something or vice versa. Okay. So definitely stress about the finger cots. Dental dam, we give out mm-hmm. dental dams as well. Mm-hmm. So if you do plan on doing oral sex, you want to make sure that you're creating a barrier between you and the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, we do flavor condoms as well. So, yeah. Okay. So just we try to make sure anything that people might want, we got it together. That you have it. Exactly. That's
1: good, though, because, you know, the thing is, I understand that, you know, that we have to, a lot of times we tell our kids that to abstain,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, mm-hmm. abstinence and everything, but there that's not always the reality. No,
0: it's not.
1: That may mm-hmm. be the, the desire of a parent, mm-hmm. but that may not be the reality of your child. Mm-hmm. And... There are many parents out here who think that, no, my child's not active. Mm-hmm. My child doesn't have time to be active. You know, your child doesn't have, do not have to be um, active as far as intercourse is concerned. But there are, there are times that children are out here active when it comes to oral. Mm-hmm. They're active when it comes to, excuse me, um, I'll just, I'll be nice about it. When it comes up to backing up to the rear, from the rear. Um, (laughs) there there's a lot of things and we want to think that none of we want to think our children are innocent and they're not always innocent and it's best to have a conversation with your child just in case start talking to them educate them Mm -hmm. so when they do make that step or even if they've made that step you still want them to have the knowledge to be able to protect themselves and they- I also want to
3: say, I'm sorry. No, that's
1: okay. I wanted
3: to say mm-hmm. that, um, being sexually active doesn't necessarily mean you've lost your innocence. Correct. One of the reasons why we have so many stigmas is because we don't have those communications. Mm-hmm. We don't have that open, honest dialogue. We can trace all the way back to the, to the DL mm-hmm. and bring it on back to mm-hmm. the lack of communication between parent and child. child. And so because of those stigmas also, We find kids that will not take condoms even though we know they need them. Mm -hmm. Mm Because they're afraid to have them in the house. because to have them Mm -hmm. means Mm -hmm. that I'm doing something, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even when I'm not. Yes. And to have you witness me, carry it means that I've lost my virtue in some way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We need to get past the assumptions that sexual intercourse won't happen, first and foremost, Mm -hmm. with our young young quote. And secondly, we need to let them know that it does not strip you
5: of
0: your virtue. Mm-hmm. Being
5: yes. sexist, I think, you know, a lot of parents forget that they were their kid's age <laughs> at one point and you forget <laughs> no, how your they, hormones were right. raging. at Maybe that time. Maybe they don't forget or and they that's don't the, the wanna, problem. not <laughs> yeah, know to, what they or, did. They <laughs> right. don't want to realize that piece. I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for that because I know a perfect example for my kids. When my daughter finally told me she was ready to be sexually alcoholized. Actually, I almost passed out on the kitchen floor, cooking
0: dinner. I'm like, no, ain't waiting for that. No.
5: So we're having that open dialogue because she is aware of my status. So mm-hmm. having that open dialogue, you know, from the start, being able to bridge that gap, I think that is been one of the biggest steps I've been able to do as a parent and mm-hmm. help them have that conversation.
1: Now I'm going to ask you. Mm-hmm. You said your daughter's aware of your status. Mm-hmm. So... you've been yes I am a woman yes
5: I'm a woman living with HIV
1: okay okay do you want to talk about that a little bit I mean I
5: can well as of it'll be 15 years September 14th okay the unique about my um, experience living with HIV is I'm a I don't take medicine I've been blessed to be diagnosed with this, but do not have to take medicine. Mm. I'm a strange case is what they call it in my medical, in the medical field. What they call an elite controller. What that means is my body is able to do what the medication is able to do. I don't ask no questions. I just leave it up to the man up above and my good genetics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, but since my diagnosis, um, I just felt that I wasn't alone because as Ayana said, those missed opportunities because of the doctor's perceived notions about your risk factors mm-hmm. and do not want to ask those questions because they're not comfortable talking mm-hmm. about sex. So it was a missed opportunity prior to me getting my test and my diagnosis and when I asked for it at my time of my pregnancy, that's when they came back. Oh, you're and pregnant. He walked out the door, just as blatantly like that. So that was my charge to the ask doctor? The doctor? The <laughs> doctor. You're pausing. You're pregnant, and walked out the door. No resources, no nothing. Mm -hmm. So that's what got me on my journey to being in this field and being an advocate and letting women know that you don't have to face this diagnosis alone. There is life after your diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And I was in a two-year relationship, so that's what I stress the most to Mm -hmm. my women that I come across to. Just because you married, excuse Mm -hmm. my language, you don't carry that man's penis in your pocket like it's the American Express Mm -hmm. card. You do leave home
0: without it.
1: <laughs>
5: you do leave home
0: without it. I've never heard that, but I, I, I am, can, can but I it's use true. it? Yes, you may. Thank yes, you very you may. much.
5: You do I, leave home without it. It is not your American Express card. It is not the black card. I'm sorry. You may think it's the black card, but it is not that black card. So, Randy, I think I
1: saw you smile on
5: that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just think I was being blessed being able to have the fortitude to be able to come out and be open about my status when a lot of women don't. And I, we have seen a lot of women die from isolation because of the stigma that the social stigma that's related. And then they mm-hmm. in turn, ter- internalize that stigma, which even worse, more damage. So just being out there and try to be that, that, that bright light for the other women.
1: See, I would think in today's world, if you're living with HIV, I think that you should be able to be open because we're open about so much Mm -hmm. in today's world. And if every time I turn on the television, I turn on the radio, I just drive down the street and, you know, you look at the billboards, everything is sex. Everything yeah, is everything. sex mm-hmm. Our film. children this are ex- yeah. right. Our <laughs> children are exposed to sex On a daily Basically from the time They're able to open up their eyes and see mm-hmm.
5: Especially when you go back And look at the cartoons Spongebob Which used to be my favorite yeah. I had to stop mm-hmm. My kids watching it Because of the sexual undertones That Spongebob and Patrick be doing I'm the like well,
4: Disney Look now you're going to have me going Look at Spongebob Because I'm like what? Disney
2: it had a lot of sexual overtones It did But this goes It's something that's blatant though.
1: though.
2: That we have to have these conversations. We we have to. We can't be acting like it's not going to happen. It's taboo. And I know growing up in the house, my mom did not really discuss about sex that much. She would push it up under the rug. Mm -hmm. You know, anything that dealt with sex, you know, pray on it. That's not the answer because you have too many kids. And before I came to Detroit Health Department, I was with Wayne, and I was a disease intervention specialist. So I used to have to do the surveillance list Mm -hmm. for both the chlamydia and gonorrhea. We had kids as young as 11 years old. 11. With STIs. With STI, And some of them had both. They usually, I had a couple of kids, they ended up with gonorrhea and chlamydia at the same time. And then recently we just had we had to go and speak with a group of kids because this particular school had over eight cases of kids that came up positive for HIV. Mm -hmm. So right there, these conversations have have to happen. I know you
1: can't say the school, but can you say if it was a middle school or high school? High school. Because a lot of people don't realize that there are children in middle school that actually are very sexually active as well. Oh, yeah. Elementary mm-hmm. school. Elementary school. And, well, mm-hmm. elementary school. and <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. talking about not not due to molestation or mm-hmm. anything with an adult or pedophilia. I'm saying sexually active with each other.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have proud. children
1: that have learned to have sex at home because I, I know that, their children that's been entertainment for their parents mm-hmm. and things like that, so we do have a lot of people in this world that's doing things that we're not aware of, but their children are bringing that to others mm-hmm. so if you're not talking to your kids at home, they're gonna learn it from the kids at
0: school. Mm-hmm.
1: That's why you were saying your mother was closed off about sex, and yeah. with me with I have four kids, mhm. I've always been open. Even yep, with too. my six-year-old,
4: year. she, mm-hmm.
2: I want to say last year, had started coming to me asking about her body parts. Mm-hmm. And so we had a conversation, even sat down with this book that, um, I forgot the title of the book, but it basically mm-hmm. put in a nice package of how to talk about her body parts and uh male's body parts. That way, too, if something ever happened to her, She's telling me what body part, part somebody might have touched. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. The American yeah. Girl American Girl series has a very good book like that. And I know there's a lot out here, but we need to talk to our kids. I was fortunate. I had a very um, progressive mother who was also um, blunt. When I say blunt, <laughs> my mother was blunt. Um, we didn't have nicknames for anything in my <laughs> house. And mm-hmm. if anything, we used the street terms.
5: Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> there were times that um if someone else when she was talking to somebody else's kid then she used the biological terms but mm-hmm. with me it was the street terms my mother talked to me very openly when we would have the remember the kitchen conversations mm-hmm. that you used to have back in the day Kitchen Conversations um, was with the children around when it came to talking about sex. And they were very open and honest. Mm-hmm. My mother introduced me to Donald Gowen's books. She introduced me to Iceberg Slim books mm-hmm. at 13 years mm-hmm. old. People say, why? Because my mother said, I want you to understand the thought process of a pimp so he can't mm-hmm. get into your head. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so there were things that there were books. There was this one comic book thing called sex to 60 and it was all about jokes with people having sex and stuff like that i was able to read it in the house you know we did have um, other children in the house no they weren't able to read it because they weren't her biological children but she did talk about what was good sex what was bad sex (laughs) and you know how you protect yourself and a lot of our children children nowadays, they don't even know what intimacy is. They don't know what passion is. They don't know what lovemaking is. They just know about what they hear in the music, which is slamming and all this other stuff. And I was just thinking today, I wonder if there's any statistics on how many songs come on the radio that's about some man being pleased sexually. Mm-hmm. And and just just in a row before there's something that comes on with no sex at all, because when you listen to most of the songs, the men are talking about being pleased by the women Mm -hmm. and the women are talking about pleasing the men. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So that means that our young ladies don't know how to be pleased. Mm -hmm.
3: And that goes back to in. Dealing in music, yeah. <laughs> yes, in in a, in a genre that's very male dominated,
0: mm-hmm.
3: I find myself uh, attempting to counteract a lot of that um, catering and one sided narrative mm-hmm. to sexual pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, when we do have our young women express themselves, um, the biggest thing we can do is open the floor for them to expect ex- express themselves freely and sexually, mm-hmm. because. A lot of times we want our young girls to be so chaste Yes. that we don't want them to think about sex. We don't want them no. to talk about sex. And my mother wasn't the type to uh, talk about sex with me extensively, but she got us in sexual education programs. Uh, I was fascinated with sex very early on. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't sexually intimate until I became a, a, a young adult, mm-hmm. but I think because she gave me that freedom, Mm-hmm. To learn about it. Me too. Mm-hmm. I wasn't yes. so curious. Yes. I wasn't so eager to hit the streets and yes. see what's going on. Um, There was something about that liberty that actually kept me chased, if that's what you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And I think that open dialogue needs to happen for women, not only in conversations, but also in music. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have to have women that are able to express not only the sex kitten, of uh, femme fatale, but the sensual woman Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i have some more erotic pieces that are more sensual Mm -hmm. and when i feel free to do that i'll perform those pieces and i find such freedom in expressing my femininity through those sensual pieces love it and Mm -hmm. it's not limited to just ass shaking Mm -hmm. it's not just limited to the pleasure of a man right Mm -hmm. It's an actual fair exchange of
1: pleasure Mm -hmm. pleasure. because now I don't think that our young men truly know how to pleasure a woman. Mm-hmm.
4: Intellectually Intellectually mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> No Intellectually mm-hmm. No
2: well, I don't all, think they, they know They're on their phones all day And using social media So In texting So There People Really don't conversate
1: the Like the they used human disconnect to. It is it's a human disconnect is. It, is. it is They don't conversate mm-hmm. And it's they scary. don't really know yes. how to mm-hmm. And dating Is not the, What it used to no. be No you know? There's no more courting. No. No. My dad would say there's no That's more That's true. Mm. Yes. Yes. And, I, and I, I want my daughter to be courted. Mm. I want her to know what it's like to feel special. I want her to know what it's like to feel loved and respected and appreciated. And a good man does that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but how many of them out here? How many of them are there out here for that, <laughs> that, 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 that 16 to 20 year old who's really trying to learn how to date and how to be dated Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. think there's a lot out here no you know and then so many of our young ladies are you know they're they're contracting HIV because the guys are rolling off the condoms upon entry
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Stealthing, yeah, what we that's call right. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. then that's a that's a that's a whole. What do you call it?
1: Stealthing, stealthing. Mm-hmm. Yes, is a,
5: which is a form of rape. Which yeah. you know, yes. if they don't know mm-hmm. about that, but, they don't. They but don't. a
1: lot of a lot of young ladies don't know. And I wouldn't
5: mm-hmm. even say that. I'm, you know, I would say emotional. Mm-hmm. You know, they put themselves because they think they're in love when it's actually lust. Knowing the difference yes. between lust and love. Mm -hmm. It can save you a whole lot of heartache and trouble and unwanted pregnancies and STIs. And taking your time. And taking your time. And that's when you can take your time. That means you know who you are as a woman and you know Mm -hmm. what you will and won't accept. Mm -hmm. So that's what I say. Learning who you are, that can be your next step to healing.
1: That's what I tell my daughter, you know, one of the things back in the day, you know, You never tell a man that, oh yes, I don't go to, I don't sleep with anybody until I've known you 60 days because he gonna wait you out those 60 days. days. Right. Mm -hmm. He already know. You don't, you don't tell him. You don't tell him, but you, you continue to say no because. Nowadays, I think that if you if you say no for thirty days, most of them going they're going to go. They're going to go
2: because they are going, go. going to be Somebody, somebody else, else down waiting. Them yeah, them yeah. That's yeah. Going to Go ahead and drop their underwears for less a lot easier. Con- a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Less conversation.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> who was the rapper recently that said that he was tired of seeing women twerk? Do you know who it was? Was it mm-hmm. Meek Mill? I don't know. Who you heard no. it? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, he was saying that. Yeah. Um, he was tired of, of tired of seeing women twerk because women don't know how to dance anymore. Every mm-hmm. time you go somewhere, these young girls are bent over twerking. they in strip <laughs> club without yep. the strippers. Right, right. <laughs> on, you know, it's like everybody's right. twerking. And it's like, why do you feel the need? There should be other, other modes of dancing mm-hmm. other than twerking and hustling. And there are, unfortunately, society...
3: Gets a vice grip on one particular thing. Mm-hmm. And then we just propagate it all day, mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Along with the twerking, because, because making a- social exactly. social media because you've
4: been you twerking have, for years, yeah. that's been I, well, out yeah. for years. Well, so we, we like we
1: used to, we used to shake. We used to have our shake back in the day. What was it doing the uh, doing, doing, doing the butt, butt. doing the doing butt. butt, oh doing oh, the
3: doing butt? butt. Oh, doing butt. butt. Yeah. yeah, we were, were popping doing it. And you yeah. go back, yeah. back to the juke joints and see mm-hmm. them twerking it.
1: The twerk isn't. the twerk is you turn back around. But you turn around and you still dance. But they don't. They don't turn. They don't really turn around too much mm-hmm.
3: now The only my, thing is we're uh, we're uh nuanced people we're multifaceted we want to see different things the problem is that once something catches on and it's lucrative that's what we want to see if black women's asses is lucrative enough continue to do that for me it was a time when they was sweet and had on the tennis skirt with a little anklet and everything from k-swiss and that was sweet I'm say <laughs> Look, I'm mm-hmm. like I didn't
0: even
1: I didn't even get yeah, that, that face. <laughs> <laughs> but around those times,
3: you had so many. You had such a diverse image in and in a broader spectrum of uh, representation for women in the arts, right? Like you had Queen Latifah On one spectrum, then you had Roxanne Shanté on the other side. Yes. Then you had Salt and Pepper right here. Then yeah. you might have Bahamadia right here. This from consciousness to street and everything between the femme fatale. To the uh, righteous sister, if you want to call her that. Mm-hmm. All of these things were oh, sister. But now,
4: because <laughs> the ass
3: shaking is there and it's lucrative. But that's
1: all that, that you see. That that's all that long, you see. And no it anything new,
3: but unfortunately... <laughs> It's the latest craze. It's right. nothing new.
1: It's been going on too yeah, it's, long.
5: It's the modern-day two-live crew. Yeah. Modern-day mm-hmm. yeah. two-live yeah, crew. Exactly. Modern-day yep. two crew in two Atlanta. Crew
3: was, and the two-live crew was cool. cool. But the, the, <laughs> why they were cool is because we had something to contrast that when we were ready yeah. to sit down. They introduced mm-hmm. it, right.
1: but it's been, it's been—it's just—I'm like, come on now. I don't even think that our young people, if they went to— A dance would know how to dance together. Oh,
5: no, they don't. I think Mm -hmm. I went to a father mother daughter dance and mother son dance. This Mm was like my my kids were well younger. Mm -hmm. And it was sad to see some of the kids Mm -hmm. dancing separate from each other instead of with each other because Mm -hmm. the parents and the school officials didn't want to try to. First off, if you sexualize the kids dance, you're wrong. I'm gonna need you to get out of there with your thoughts. Right, yeah. but right. But that was the main fear. So when the kids get to dancing and they doing a normal kids dance, they emulate what they see. So a lot of the uh, school officials that was um, chaperoning,
1: no, stop that. So a lot of them, the kids just stop dancing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: but I mean, if mm. you have if you're at a at a kids dance and the girls are twerking, oh, no. then I can see, see them wanting to stop that. Would've... That's why our children need to learn how to do something else. So that they can learn how to dance together, and, we have and learn how in, to all enjoy of this, each other. All of those dancing lessons. We like used to school. learn, learn stuff like that dance. in gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah, In gym. Yeah, we exactly. learned it in gym. The sock hop. <laughs> Bring sock yep. yeah. sock. But, but I think goes, a lot of those fun things need to come back,
2: back for our mm-hmm. kids. You but know, unfortunately, because I. Have been sitting on PTA at my daughter's school, uh-uh. and um, it's these activities it just are not there anymore in the schools for the kids. Um, right now, a lot of the districts are just making sure these kids are passing and they're keeping their grades up so they can at least keep those Title Nine funds coming in for that. Um, as far as extracurriculum and different activities that we used to have in the school, they're just not there anymore. Mm-hmm.
5: They took and the funding away for they, it. They did. Mm-hmm. They
2: took the funding away. So, I mean, when you, we're able to get stuff in there for the kids, it's wonderful, but a lot of times we can't. Uh, a lot of times it has to be on a volunteer basis because we just don't have the funding to get it into the
1: schools. Well, we have so many nonprofit organizations in Detroit right now that we need to – Start working on bringing back some of these social things for our children, so that they can learn. You know, our boys need to be able to learn how to slow dance with a young lady without being mm-hmm. being labeled as mm-hmm. something other than the young man that he's yeah. being. Mm-hmm. You know, used to be we had more cotillions, we had different things, um, mm-hmm. etiquette classes, and stuff, so our kids could learn. You know, learn how to dress, learn how to do things. Um, we have um, Beecher. Beecher um, Nicole Beecher, she has um, a school that teaches etiquette for boys, for girls, um, Beecher International. She's right here in Detroit, and I've had her here on the show before, and maybe we can talk to her and see what we can do to promote it more within the city of within the city mm-hmm. within, the, within the state. Because our children really need to learn how to do more than just have sex. Mm -hmm. Engage
5: each other without engaging each other. Right, (laughs) exactly. Right,
1: right. Because I think that that'll help them learn relationships. And I think that if they learn the true scope of a relationship, I think that that actually within itself would help when it comes to um, HIV rising and our young our young ladies learning just to devalue themselves absolutely you know because all they have to do is just say no and allow themselves to be courted mm-hmm. allow the right young man who develops an interest in them you know to prove it mm-hmm. you know but Anyone that says, I love you, and they've only known you for a week or less, and, and a month legs. or less, right. like you say, and, and.
4: <laughs> But also, too, um, I, and I totally agree with mm-hmm. with, with, uh, with teaching them how to court, but unfortunately, we're in this day and time. And like I said, I see mm-hmm. the numbers. Mm-hmm. We really need to stress, if you're going to have sex, sex. Protect, protect yourself. yourself. Exactly. Protect Wrap yourself. Wrap it up. You know, when my kids were in... Um, high school or teenagers i would just throw condoms on the table no questions Mm -hmm. like here talk so parents and women because we're talking about women we need to really learn how to communicate and talk to our kids Mm -hmm, and talk mm -hmm. with one another yeah you know um it's just conversate and talk with Mm -hmm. one one another Mm -hmm. one another
2: and i think um i'm sorry no, I was going to just piggyback on that and just talk a little bit about the workshop that me and Shanika facilitated. Um, We started that, I want to say, what, a year and a half ago? A year and a half ago. So one of the reasons why I, it even came about, I had called her because I was like, I had received a call from a young lady's mom. The young lady had tried to commit suicide. Mm. It was her first time. She was 19, um, had um, and of course, and ended up with herpes. Because she was shamed by her mom and a couple of other family members, she did try to resort to killing herself. Fortunately, wow. she wasn't successful. I don't know how she got my card, but she did. Mm -hmm. And even though she wasn't in our jurisdiction, I still went out and I spoke with her. And one thing she did want to do was go to a workshop or some type of group that can be more empowering and uplifting, but be with women who look like her. Mm -hmm. So when I went to look for certain things, I could not find it. So then I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just have to do something, cause I said, something gotta give. So, I got in touch with this one over here. <laughs> and I was like, Shanika, you, how would you think about trying to work with, we get some workshops together and get out in the community and start working with, you know, black women of all ages. Mm-hmm. So, that's what we had started. We, um, started small.
5: Started small, and now we're expanding. Now we're mm-hmm. in the process of planning a overnight retreat, just, you know, Put a women, Medicare, pedicurist, things like that make them feel good. But the whole gist of it just to have a created a safe space where women can where they can heal, have that conversation and be with women like them.
1: Okay. I love it. So each
2: week builds off of each each other. So the first week, we don't want to just, like, hit them off. So so we do empowerment and resilience the first week. And then the second week, we go into either talk about HIV and sexual health. And then we'll dab into um, body imaging and self-esteem because a lot of times— Sometimes we do make the wrong decisions because we just don't feel good about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like peeling back the layers to find out what might be the root cause of why you might not be making the best decisions for yourself. And um, we talk about domestic violence. Um, the last um, week we go into leadership in us. So you know that you are a leader and that you can make sound decisions for yourself. Were your workshops held? Uh last one we had was at the Kofi Center, at the Rufellis um, Center. Okay. The, it's the, the Kofi House. I'm sorry. That's their new, um, L, um, what is it, the Center for Lesbian Women. And then before that, we had it at um,
1: Michigan State University mm-hmm. on Woodward. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds really good. I know we got to wrap up, so we're going to have to do a part two. Because, um. <laughs> <laughs> because this is this is great information. It's great information for our 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 young ladies, you know. And I know it's a lot of grown women out here that need this information because they're back out here. Man. They've gotten divorced, you know, out of long term relationships, and they're back out here not knowing and not understanding. So they need the information as well.
4: Yes, they do. And our seniors, too. And our seniors,
1: seniors seniors too. We don't talk about them, mm -hmm. and their numbers are just Mm -hmm. as high. Please, I know, register. I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. Willie Willie May. May. (laughs) 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 That's a monologue that I did. (laughs) But um, please, please, please go on Eventbrite. Register for the event. I know that we're at 100, um, and there are still some openings Ayana, you want to give them the
4: the Eventbrite name? It would be under um, HIV Prevention Starts With Me, Women and Girls, HIV and AIDS Awareness Day. Okay,
1: so HIV Prevention Starts With Me. I'm sure if you go on Eventbrite and you put in HIV awareness, it is going to pop up. So that you can register. It is free. There's going to be a continental breakfast and a free and lunch, lunch. And giveaways. going to be served. There's some going, going to giveaways. be giveaways. Yes. Bring your youth. Bring yourself. Come and learn. There's going to be like sessions that's going to happen throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have these women give you their contact information quickly before we sign out. So we're going to start over here. With
5: um, my name is Shanika. You can find me on Facebook, Shanika L. Adams. My email is Hodges, H-O-D as in dog, G as in God, E-S. First name, Shanika, C-H-U-N-N-I-K-A at gmail.com. Okay.
2: And my name is Famika Edmond. You can find me on Facebook, um, Famika Edmond, Miss Ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, my email address is Edmund. E-D-M-O-N-D, consult, is all one word, C-O-N-S-U-L-T, at yahoo.com. Okay.
3: And my name is Deidre Deessence-Smith of On My Detroit Everything. That is D-E-I-D-R-E-D-S-S-E-N-S-E-Smith, S-M-I-T-H, on Facebook. Also, I am essence on both Twitter and Instagram. That is S E N S E. And be sure to keep track of the initiative on my Detroit Everything and also
4: the workshops entitled both Simms and Tick. And I'm Ayana Walters, and you can find me on Facebook under Ayana Jones Walters. And also you can email me at wakeup, wake, W-A-K-E-U-P-P Detroit at Yahoo.com. And I am Michelle Anderson. I'm sorry, go on.
1: Oh, go ahead. And I am Michelle Anderson. Logging out, as I say here, you know, we are a love-logical family. We are building a love-logical community.